0: Welcome to The Bridge, fun conversations on culture, life, and everything in between. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a special edition of The Bridge. I'm your host, Jesse Appel. I, Jesse, and I am here joined today with two guests from the University of Southern California. Could you guys please introduce yourselves?
1: Hello, everybody. My name is Betty. I'm a junior here studying business administration and mentoring applied analytics.
2: Hi everyone. My name is Joy. I'm a senior at Marshall, studying business admin.
0: Very cool. And uh, so you guys are not just students here at USC. You have another special identity, which is uh, why we are here talking on this podcast. Is that you are putting together the USC like Chunwan, like uh, Chinese New Year's gala? Is that right? Yes.
1: yes.
0: So let's get into that. And before we talk specifically about the gala, um, I'd like to just hear sort of like uh, how long have you guys been in the States and how long have you been studying here for in uh, at the university?
1: Maybe I can start first. Yeah. Uh, since I'm a junior here, this is supposed to be my third year here at the States, but actually this is um, the second host semester I'm here because of COVID. Uh-huh. I only completed the first whole, of my freshman semester here, and then I came back to China and spent a whole year there, and this is my second semester here.
0: Uh, what about over here, What, uh, uh, Joy, what about you?
2: Yeah, so I actually came a little bit earlier. I was doing the math while that is talking. So um, this is the seventh year I'm here. So I came oh, here wow. during my sophomore year in high school. I started in Connecticut at a like Catholic private school and then transferred. Uh, to Long Island, New York, to finish my junior and senior year there, and then I also went to the Syracuse University for the freshman year of college, and then transferred to USC. Nice. And the semester, the first semester, I got here, and then we transitioned to COVID. Oh, good. So the no. last semester was also kind of like the <laughs> full semester experience <laughs> at USC. I started after COVID.
0: Wow. <laughs> It's great that you're both here today um, and be able to help share and especially hopefully do something fun with the uh, New Year's Festival because uh, for everybody, I'm sure, both in China, outside of China, it's been a crazy two years now. Mm -hmm. And the festivals for me are really kind of the the time where I get to say, like, okay, now it's fun time.
1: yeah
0: Let's spend some time and energy instead of on really annoying things, let's spend our time and energy trying to look forward to doing something good. So why don't you explain just really briefly what the uh, USC Spring Festival Gala is Uh and uh, sort of how you each got involved in helping out.
2: Uh, As for the USC Spring Festival Gala, Basically, each year during Chinese New Year, we try to bring people together, to gather um, and then to celebrate the tradition. Because back in China, we also watch Chun mm. on CCTV, which is very famous. Yeah. So it's kind of um, like going with the tradition of watching that show but actually in person at USC. Mm -hmm. So we bring a lot of performers such as dance, uh, band, traditional band or Western band. Uh, We used to have magic shows Mm -hmm. and stuff. So we try to give everybody the experience of watching Chungwon even though they are not home with their parents
1: together. Mm -hmm. It's the first semester we came back to in person. And for the past whole year, we also had uh, the Spring Festival Gala and also the Mid-Autumn Festival Gala. But Mm -hmm. in the virtual uh environment Mm. so this is the like the first time after two years we have it in person
0: i bet that feels really good really good yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) because the uh i also you know these last two years i occasionally do shows for the virtual galas or for um, you know last year i remember there was a, a whole bunch of like you know online shows but it's online entertainment is really hard it It feels different it feels different and it's good to be able to get everybody together but it really just feels different from being able to do it in person and um, so I'm glad that you know it's all coming forward and when you think of the Chinese New Year's Gala from say your childhood you know what was that like because you mentioned like oh everybody has this culture of like watching it on TV or something like that like what was your personal experience with watching that show like what does it feel like uh, in your memory
1: Okay, so for me, it's sometimes like a like a BGM, like mm, a background, like background music. Yeah, we we usually like don't watch it from the beginning to the end. Maybe like when we like turn the TV on and watch the the gala, but but we will like do everything else like. Meanwhile, like mm. making the dumplings, uh, go to set the fireworks and the everything else, but it just um, by turning on the T V and like listening to the gala, it makes us feel like it's the new year.
0: hmm Joy, what about you?
1: Yeah, kinda same. It's
2: like the background of BGM and stuff. So we usually start like the Chinese New Year dinner kinda of early, so right before the the official Chung on. CCTV, mm-hmm. we we kind of like already finished dinner, and then we would like watch the favorite shows together, such mm-hmm. as if it's act or our favorite performers are performing, and then yeah, it's like Betty said during that time we also do like fireworks with our friends, and then we also receive our lucky money yeah, <laughs> during, right. envelopes during that time. So definitely not gonna be focusing on the like four hour um, the sh- the show for the whole time, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's definitely great like aura. To have, mm, to yeah,
0: that's a really interesting point because, uh, like, when I—it's so interesting. Whenever I ask people about this, I'm like, "What is it like for you?" The first thing everybody always tells me is, "Oh, we don't watch it all."
1: <laughs> like, you
0: know, it's kind of on in the background. It's, but it's kind of good to have. It's almost kind of like sometimes you have like that friend who may not say very much, but it's very <laughs> good to have yeah. them around. Yeah, we
1: have to have it, but they'll like watch it all the time. Yes. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Even though I don't watch the whole thing, but we cannot imagine one day it's not going to be there anymore
0: yeah so then and then i know and this is kind of a little bit of a separate question but as a performer one thing i realized when i started doing like performing for these sorts of like end of year shows is that there's so many different chunwans now because mm-hmm. there used to be just one big spring festival gala apparently yeah. Uh, and then now it's, like, I'll be invited to, like, the, the Travel Channel Chunwan or the, you know, whatever Business Society Chunwan or the yeah. whatever, whatever thing. Like, do you, have you, like, watched any of those other than the main one? Or is are they just kind of, like, not even background?
1: <laughs> I watched, like, different kind of gala when I was, like, in junior high. But for different channels, they may not have, like, the, the Lunar New Year, the Chinese New Year Gala. Um, instead, they have the show on December 31st. Mm. And maybe they don't want to, like, have the conflict with the main one. Mm. And they usually have, like, more, like, fashionable performers, I will say. Mm. Uh, they are, like, more for young people to watch. That's the, I think that's the main difference from the main one.
0: Interesting. Yeah, and Joy, do you have anything to add on that?
2: Yeah, kind of same, but different from Betty. I never watched other stuff that, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> other than CCTV because that's the only thing I kind of watch. And mm. I just want to watch on the 30th of the last year yeah. kind of transition us and count on to the new year. Mm-hmm. So And also uh, for the CCTV one, they have very traditional like hosts. They've, they've been doing Chunwan and the mm. uh, Spring Festival for, the, for years. Yeah. So I, I kind of just like watch the CCTV one in general.
0: Yeah. yeah. The part of the fun, I think, is that it's kind of is a, v- a variety show, is what we would say in English. It's like you know, it's only like there's a lot of yeah. different types of things. What's your personal favorite type of program that is done in the in these galas?
1: My f- personal favorite would be like the comedy show, what we call 小品. Mm. Mm. I think it's like super fun and like everybody, uh, like in my have in my family, could enjoy it, like watch it. Um, at the same time and it feels really good like when we get the point and laugh together so that's my favorite one
0: nice do you have any particular Shelpian actors or or any Shelpian that you remember being like the the great great bit
1: um I think the greatest one like for me was in my um elementary school when yeah. I was super young and my personal favorite would be because um, he's from northeast, yeah. and I'm from northeast too. Mm. So, like, um, personally, I just like laughing the mm. most.
0: Do you like that? I've heard people say that, like... Because this is the thing that's interesting about the galas it's it's aired to the entire country, yes. but of course in China there's many different like types of culture within the country, yeah, and so I've heard some people say like oh the the people from the south don't really get the 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 Xiaopian, like the sketches oh. from Ben Shan. Do you think that's true or do you think they're they're just messing with me <laughs> I
1: won't say it's true or or, or not i would, I would say it depends on the people because my, one of my roommates. Actually, two, they are from uh, Shanghai, mm. and like Shanghai is in the south of China, and both of them love like the, like Job and Shanghai really much, and they love the comedy show from northeast. So I will say it depends on the people mm. rather than like the, the regions.
0: Yeah, so so there's definitely a difference in regional taste, but any given person Yes. Might like it or might not like it. Yeah,
1: that's it's true.
0: not like um, so different culturally that you just don't understand it at all.
1: No, no, no,
0: not at all. Okay, so that's kind of this. This kind of good to know. So the Shelpian, the um, those sketches are really fun. I have a question because yeah, yeah. I've done like Western style sketch uh-huh. comedy, uh-huh. and the it was really funny. We had this great teacher. This is really funny. Back when I was um, I was working with Kaixin Mahua, oh, the, wow. uh, the company. They they're very good uh, comedy company in China. They had me work with a, 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 a sketch comedy teacher that we mm-hmm. brought in from, uh, from Los Angeles. She mm-hmm. actually lives here now. Um, and she taught us and the other Kaisi Mahua actors how to do Western style sketch comedy. And one of the things about Western style sketch comedy is that it's generally pretty short, three, oh. four, five minutes. Oh. And then she told everybody on the set, she's like, like, in the real world, you'll never have anyone tell you to do a 12-minute sketch. So you really need to learn how to write it tight. And then all the Chinese actors looked at each other. They're like, uh, our sketches are only 12 to 20 minutes. Like, that's kind of how the, it's done. Do you feel like those sketches being – do they feel too long to you or do they feel okay?
1: Um, for me, I don't feel like it's too long. I think the main, the main reason that's separate um, – the Chinese kind of sketch comedy from the Western ones, or they usually have a really long storyline. Mm. So they are telling a story. So when you can really follow like what they are really want to talk about, mm. uh, you don't get bored. Yeah. So like for me, I don't think uh, like the Chinese kind of sketch comedies are too long.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Cause when I, I think a lot of this is like a, like a, like a, like a, like a taste yes. question, because when I see a lot of the Xiaopian, like the Chinese style stuff, I keep thinking of it in the Western sketch mm-hmm. format in my yeah. head. In a lot of the Western sketch format, you have, like, introduction, we call first beat, like, di jiep like, oh. second beat, third beat, and then wrap it up. And so there's kind of, like, it grows, it grows, it grows, uh-huh. and then it stops. But it, uh, it it's almost like the Chinese style seems like halfway between what the western sketch and like almost like a hua zhi, like a play, yes, that's you know, true. does that make sense?
1: You have to like develop the plots like one by one for the Chinese one, so mm-hmm. maybe it like it takes longer time.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then, um, and then uh, what, do you have any specific sketch that you remember that was like a really, a really good one?
1: You mean like for the Chinese comedy? Yeah,
0: like for the, for that you remember seeing on the, on the Chunwan?
1: I would say the most memorable one uh, was like performed by Xiao Shenyang, because I'm from Shenyang. Oh, And the actress name is Xiao Shenyang. So I would say that's the, like the most memorable one for me. Even though I didn't remember, like, the exact plots, mm. like, for now, but I still remember, like, the laughter we had with all my families together.
0: That's the way to do it. And it seems like that's kind of the cool thing about the gala is, like, it's one of these things where you don't need to remember specifically what song was sung yeah. or, or anything like that. It's kind of, like, all tied up with the memories of being together with family and stuff like that. And then, uh, Joy, what about you? What's your favorite, like, type of show that uh, comes on the uh, on Truman? The, on the
2: yeah, sure. It's kind of like similar to Betty. It's like Xiaoping and mm. then the Xiangsheng. The Xiangsheng, yeah. Yeah, it's like the more of them are like the talk, the talk show or yeah. the well, you, So You know, I love Xiangsheng, yeah.
0: for those of you who are not familiar with, with what I do, I studied for six years with a Xiangsheng master and learned how to do this. This is the traditional Chinese crosstalk. How would you explain the crosstalk to people that might not know it?
2: Um, I mean, from like the parents, it's just like two people, one person being the major one that's talking, and then one person is kind of like, bring on the plots, and then like, answer no questions to them, and then usually they talk a story or stuff, and then they have a script, mm. and then they try to engage the audiences, yeah. and then like, bring laughter together. Yeah, so there's like a funny dialogue. And yeah. Then there's,
0: there's a, in the, in the West, yeah. what we call this is, we call it a, a style of comedy called Joker's Straight Man. Um, so the, you would say the xiangsheng is kind of your favorite. Mm-hmm. That's also kind of a northern uh, thing. Uh, probably, what part, I will it's like say Beijing that. Tianjin area. Type yeah, stuff.
2: maybe yes. I think probably yeah. we can see that. Cause... Where
0: where are you from in China?
2: Uh, yeah. I'm from Henan. Oh, Henan, okay. Yeah, but yeah. do
0: people in Henan still listen to xiangsheng? Like, is it a is it um, a thing?
2: I think it's kind of like depend on the person. Mm. So like some people, they maybe prefer to listen to songs and then during the galas. But some people like they just wait for 相声 and Xiaopin. For the whole show, mm. yeah, I'm that kind of person. Like, mm. I always wait for xiaopin and then the xiangsheng, the nice. talk show together.
0: Have you ever thought about performing xiangsheng yourself?
2: Not really, because I'm not like <laughs> really good person at memorizing stuff, and I'm probably gonna be nervous, uh, nervous if I'm like on stage and stuff. Mm, yeah, yeah.
0: So, so the xiaopin, it sounds like the comedy is a big highlight for people. Yeah, definitely. Well, you know, that's always my thing. I mean, the uh, the comedy is, especially, I feel like because. The the um, the cool thing about that comedy, maybe from my American perspective, is like I feel like a lot of the a lot of the challenges America is going through culturally right now come down to the fact that like we used to have this story about the country that everybody watched because there were let's say during the '60s and '70s there were only like five or six TV stations, mm-hmm. so everybody kind of watched the same news, and now with the internet, well it's really cool. You can find whatever you want to watch. You get to watch your thing. You get to watch your thing. I get to watch my thing. We might be watching three different things, but the, the new year's gala, everybody watches it. Yes. So if they're like, and I've seen this a lot, like you say, or some of these like, uh, performers, Zhao Benshan, mm-hmm. like I've spoken to many, many Chinese friends, both comedians and non-comedians. Everybody knows Zhao Benshan. Yes. Everybody knows these these classic sketches, mm-hmm. you know, the, you know, <laughs> like, you know, like the, these um, these sketches from it. And that's something I kind of almost miss in the United States. It's almost like there's the Super Bowl, which is like the the football, you yeah. know, sort of championship mm-hmm. game. But other than the Super Bowl... I'm trying to think of the, if there's anything that the whole country watches now in America, and uh, it's oh. it's hard to think of anything. Grammy? The Grammy Awards, like the the music awards. Well, some people watch that, but it's not like. But then there's like some people who are really maybe the Oscars or those yeah. those award shows might be kind of the closest thing that we have, but um, it still doesn't feel at all like the Chun Like you know, mm-hmm. I can't just go up to people on the street and say, "Oh, you remember." in the 2002 Oscar Awards when, you know, like it, it doesn't really work that way. So does it feel, is that, do you think, part of the reason why people like the, the, the New Year's Gala is because they know everybody else is watching it?
2: Um, I would say it's kind of like maybe culture differences. Something I can think of is in United States, there are like people from everywhere. It's it's the diversity, it's a mm. characteristic of U.S. Mm. So maybe there are people who are like, uh, from who are like Jewish, they don't celebrate Christmas mm. or people they are Catholic, they celebrate Christmas. Mm. So it's hard to unite all the like the traditions into one. Mm. But in China, it's just like one tradition. Everybody mm. celebrates Chinese New Year. Mm. So I think that's probably one of the reasons and why behind in US because like all the diversities, which is a good thing mm-hmm. um, that brought like all the different traditions. Yeah.
0: yeah awesome well very cool well we're just finishing up our our first section uh so uh looking forward in the next section we're going to talk a little bit more about the usc show what it's going to be like and uh thank you so much for joining us special episode of the bridge i'm jesse IGSE, and i'm here with
1: oh betty and joy
0: awesome Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a special episode of The Bridge. I am your host, Jesse Pell. I comedian in China for many years, and now in Los Angeles, host and podcast. And I'm joined here today with two friends from the University of Southern California.
1: I'm Betty, and I'm Joy.
0: And uh, we're talking uh, to them specifically because they are the organizers of the University of Southern California. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. sort of a Chinese New Year's gala show. So so let's start out with the very basics about what is this gala show? When is it? Uh, like, what what is it? Um, just like share with people what's going to be going on this week.
2: Sure, so the show itself, it's going to be January 30th at USC Bova Auditorium at 7 p.m. So basically, uh, we welcome everybody to the auditorium and then uh, celebrate the Chinese New Year with dance shows, band performers, uh, sketch acts, and also talk shows. Mm. Yeah.
0: Nice. And so, how many uh, how many performers are go- they're going to be this year overall? Wow. Um, uh, Can't count them. You're, yeah you're, i, asked, I like,
2: think um over 70s. 70. <laughs> 70 performers yeah over wow. 70s yeah. now so
0: so who are these people so how do, how do you get 70 people do you just like pick them off the street or <laughs> oh
2: wow uh, i hope i can if everybody's talented on the street um so basically we have a um, uh, rehe- uh the act so we start with like, like the
1: audition?
2: yeah auditions mm-hmm. and then uh, a lot of them are um, student clubs and then the talented USC students who wanted to um, celebrate Chinese New Year by uh, performing for other students.
0: nice. so yeah. let's let's talk about the auditions real quickly because um if you have seventy people, does that mean that there were like hundreds that showed up and you had to tell people no or did basically everybody get in?
1: Uh, it's, I will say it's really selected. Like we will start audition uh, like the there's like an application thing, like two months before the official gala and they will like um, submit like an application form and uh, attach their demos. And we'll first like look through their demos and see if like they are a good fit for the show. And then like uh, we will like select several like shows that we think will be a good fit for the gala. And then they will like continue their rehearsal and we'll check in several times during the like preparation time. And then they will be on the show, right?
0: Uh, I'm trying to think, do you have an example of somebody who applied and and tried to do something really weird and you were like, no, that's not happening. Oh. They're looking at each other. They're like <laughs> trying to think of what happened.
1: So there is actually one. Um, I hope the person, whoever like, like, submitted that demo, like, doesn't hate me for saying <laughs> yeah, that. This is
0: exactly the story I wanted to hear. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, <continue>. so, so <laughs> I would say,
1: like, that person was, was really talented, but uh, he, like, had the demo of, like, B-Box, you know? Like, B-B-B, bo bo I'm sure it sounded exactly like that. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like that. I would say it's sometimes it will, like, be part of a band, but he just, like, submitted a demo, like, simply of, like, the B-B-B, bo So it sounds, like, kind of weird. <laughs> so we like he didn't have a chance like to have like further rehearsals things like that, but I will say like he's really talented. But it will be like a better fit if he's part of a band or something.
0: So it's almost um, you know so this, this is kind of the thing about being in show business. Yeah. Is uh, you know a lot of times, you know having the talent isn't enough if you don't have a plan behind it. Because now if he just says oh I can do this boom boom jump boom boom <laughs> and then now. He's placed the challenge on you guys as the directors and managers to figure out how this works. Yes. Uh, as opposed to saying, like, you know, this is a whole plan, this is a show. So
1: Yeah. There's something to add on is that sometimes we don't really just like the the shows. Sometimes we do like the peak and like combined things. Sometimes we feel like, oh, these are two people who are really good like dancing. There are uh, two other people who are really Good, like dancing too so mm-hmm. why not we make it like a like a bigger show and like them to work together to have a better like performance mm-hmm.
0: do you feel like people responded well to that like do they like working with the other people or were they kind of like nah, i wanted to be by myself
1: uh, i will say there <laughs> are like successful cases and they are the ones that not uh, there are people who like to like cooperate with each other and have like a. Uh, uh a bigger performance but some people will say like they prefer to like perform alone and they want they don't want to like uh have others to join so they will be like successful one and the ones that do not work out
0: and uh joy do you have any memory of somebody who had a really good audition like what was that like
2: yeah actually um you know we're doing everything kind of like online for the auditions because of covid and then we were almost done with all the audition stuff. And then I just came across a video, girl submitted. Mm. Somehow it was in the spam of the email. Oh, that's no good. Yeah. And then I was like amazed by her voice. Mm. And then the second I just told my group, um, I want her to be in the show. Gotta be in the show. Yeah. But the thing was, there are just too many singers in the show. And mm. then we wanted to give everybody a chance to perform since they all like made so much so much effort in doing like the demos and stuff. And then what happened was um, in the beginning, um, like they were fine working with each other and merged into one show. But unfortunately, that girl just feels like maybe they don't have enough, like um, maybe they, they just don't work well together mm. when two songs combines into one. So unfortunately, she like kind of quit the performance.
0: Uh, so bad. I was a little sad. <laughs> that's
2: too bad. Yeah, but yeah, I was like, Did really you tell her that's by her fine. Voice. We have
0: 70 people, <laughs> we don't need you. No, no. <laughs> Okay. So there's kind of like everybody, everybody wound up being a part of it in any case. So, okay. So you have the auditions. What are the going to be in the final, like, uh, thing? Do we have, I think I have it here on my phone. I think you sent me the final, uh, the final show list. Let's take a look through the show list and see who's on, who made it. (laughs) Um, okay. So let's go down and and talk about some of these. I'm going to see what's going on. You have a, uh, Uh, Gu feng, like old like you know traditional style musical instruments what is that
2: it's actually kind of different than all other bands as you can see while we go down the list later on Mm. there are actually three bands together and then this one is kind of the most different because they are combining chinese and western music and style together Mm. by like saying with the chinese instruments such as guzheng and then uh, Pipa and stuff like that nice yeah so it's actually pretty nice and they're telling a story about like the emperor Wu.
0: oh nice yeah so and then these are all students is that right
2: yeah it's actually a student uh club nice. at uic
0: nice awesome so then okay so i'm looking down the list i'm just trying to see uh what we got here we have uh like some like shuo chang like rapping Raps. yes so is that like uh uh is that just like rap rap chinese rap like what what is that show going to be like
1: um, I think it's a special one for this year since I don't think, like, we have rap, like, performance before in the past. Like, if you if you watch, like, a uh, Chinese New Year gala, like, at USC, maybe, like, five years ago, you want to see a rap. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, rap became really popular in the, like, in the recent years. Nice. So this year we also have, like, what really uh, talented rappers at USC, and they will perform. I think that's Chinese rap song on the stage
0: very cool so have you heard their their thing like uh, tons of times now yeah i think
1: so and they're like super cool
0: awesome so that'll be fun yeah um we have the togo show which is me (laughs) i'm gonna be on the show What are you guys? Are you excited to see what I'm gonna do? You don't know what I'm even doing yet, do you?
1: Yeah, I'm super excited. excited.
0: (laughs) It'll be fun. Mm -hmm. So this is—I feel kind of a little bulhayaasa, but like you know, I just listened to this whole process everybody did to apply, (laughs) and then then I'm on this show, and you guys are like, "No, you don't even know what I'm doing." (laughs) But we
1: stalk you on TikTok. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, okay.
0: (laughs) Which TikTok? On the Chinese or the American one? The
1: Chinese one. one. Oh, that's good. (laughs) Which
0: uh, which TikToks of mine have you seen?
1: (laughs) I, I, I watched the one like you like make fun of. Of, like the advertisement on Taylor Swift.
0: Oh, that was and al- Yeah, yeah. I,
1: and also the General Marathon one. <laughs> yeah. I love that one.
0: This was really funny. This is a little bit of a side thing from the from the <laughs> news, but I was in Flushing, New York. Oh. And and I saw this I've always been there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you've been there. Online in New York. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Flushing is like it was I was really surprised it was like it's like totally Chinatown. Yeah. It's yeah. like and, and I was uh I was on the street. And I just had this moment where I noticed that in front of me, there was a Macy's, like American, very all American mm-hmm. clothing store. And then behind me, there was a Zhang Liang Malatang, which is like a <laughs> chain restaurant from like, you know, China. Uh-huh. And I and I was just had this moment where I was looking left and right. And I was like, where am I? Like, <laughs> like it, it was bizarre. But yeah, hey, you know, this is the thing. I think um, I'm still learning about this in America, because uh-huh. when I think of, I think with a lot of non-Chinese Americans, they think of uh, Chinese culture, they think Chinatown. Oh, yeah. But that may or may not be where the real Chinese culture is nowadays. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's not saying that there's no Chinese culture in Chinatown. But, like, if you go to, you know, New York and you want to do Chinese culture, you should go to Mm Flushing. You know, if you go to – and even here, USC is a big school – People might not think like, oh, USC is a center of Chinese culture, but you found 70 performers <laughs> <laughs> to come on and do the show. Yeah. So I, I just think that's really cool, and I'm, I'm glad that we're able to do a show like this, especially in English, because um, outside of the Chinese community, like people may, may not know that. Very, very cool. Let's keep going down the list, see what else we have uh, for the show. What about you guys? Is there any particular performance you're really looking forward to that you want to talk about? Um Maybe a uh, joy over here.
2: So, of course, your talk show oh, no, is no, something yeah, but, I look no, forward no, no, to. No, 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 yeah, no. Other than me,
0: we all know that excited for me. No, I'm just kidding.
2: Because no. we haven't no, like what you're going to talk about <laughs> uh, yet, so yeah. I really look forward I to I actually
0: it. have a, a special thing that I've never performed anywhere. Oh, wow. oh I think I'm gonna we're do lucky it to have it. Other than me, because, uh, you know. Yeah,
2: Chogun's Acapella, it's a mash-up of songs mm. of my favorite Singers in China, J mm. Cho. Okay, that's so, gonna be fun. Yeah, acapella. Acapella. How went. many
0: people are in the group?
2: 17. 17? Yes. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it's gonna
0: be so good.
2: Yeah, and also every time they, um, they sing and uh, every time I listen to J Cho songs, I like think about my childhood and uh, mm. think about my middle school where I listen to J Cho with my friends together. Nice.
0: And then um, uh, what about you, Betty?
1: I really like the comedy show. Like I mentioned before, there's also one uh, called Pai Le Dui, and it's performed uh, by. What does that
0: mean in English? How would you translate like, like it? Like, just
1: um, queuing.
0: Yeah, waiting in line. Waiting in line, yeah. yeah.
1: And it's presented by Wuhan. It's also like a really popular club doing drama uh, at USC. So, like, nice. I think everybody is really like excited about them. That
0: should be really fun. Yeah. So that that is going to be good. I think the. Um, one of the fun things about variety shows is, like, you know, there's something for everybody. Yeah. yeah. You know, sometimes, even in comedy, I love comedy, and a lot of people love comedy, but sometimes you go to, like, we have some people who show up to a comedy show, and they they listen for 30 minutes, and they're just kind of done, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but like, the good thing with a variety show is it never, you never have any one act that goes long, or mm-hmm. or here's here's a question, because this is uh, maybe something that you guys are going to have to deal with. What do you do if everybody just goes way long? If their time, they're supposed to do five minutes, they do Mm ten. Is that something that you're worried about, or is I guess is it all pretty carefully controlled?
1: Yeah, I would say we would do like we will definitely like uh, make some actions to Mm -hmm. to like prevent that that kind of things from like happening. We'll like have like signals like secretly to show, like, the performance you are, like, doing over time. Mm-hmm. And we will also, like, cut times, like, from other session. Maybe the MC can co- control the time yeah, a little good. bit.
0: Yeah. I guess the, um, maybe for music and stuff, it's a little bit easier. For comedy, it's mm-hmm. always a problem. Yeah. So in the comedy clubs, like, you know, normally the way we do things, you say, okay, you're doing five minutes, you're doing 10 minutes, you're mm-hmm. doing 15 minutes. But because it's comedy... You never have a really good control over how long yeah. it is. If you go short, mm-hmm. everybody loves you. <laughs> they're like, that person, they said they were going to do 10 and they did 8. Wow, they're really good. <laughs> like, you know, even <laughs> like, and the, yeah, so that's um that's always my worry with these galas. So I think, uh, how long do you expect this show is going to be in total?
2: Because we also have the... Rounds of raffle presses. Oh, oh, yeah. So if we are counting that, we are aiming to, in the show, like, around three hours. Okay. So yeah. Three,
0: so, yeah, so this is the sort of thing. So mm-hmm. three hours is long. You definitely don't want to go four hours. Yeah, definitely. No. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about the raffle, actually, because I was... um uh, I was going to ask a question about that. I also see it over here. So raffles—would you call this as like kind of a traditional part of one of these things?
1: It's definitely a tradition.
0: Nice. And so explain kind of um, how the raffles work in the in like a in a, in a gala show.
1: So, yeah, so as you mentioned, like, three hours is a long time, and we don't, like, want people get bored of, like, only watching, like, shows. So we want to ha- have some, like, fun activities mm-hmm. in between. And we actually uh, have different prizes. The, the biggest prize is the iPhone 13. Ooh. That would be, like, the-, the final one. And we did it on purpose that to put iPhone 13 as the last one. Mm. So people will, like, wait till the end. So
0: everybody's ticket will have a number on it? And then yeah, and then... they
1: have tickets with numbers on them, and they will keep half of the ticket mm-hmm. and the other half will be like uh, thrown into the big box yeah. and then like the MCs or join. I will like pick one of them and like name the number.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's here's the big question is it a real raffle or if you secretly decided who's already going to win
1: It's definitely a real raffle. Okay, all right. I, I never got the prize. I really <laughs> won the switch and we had like previous act, like it was half like the rifle prize as like switch, but I never got it before.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so, so the fact that you're the organizer and you've never won—that's your, your proof that this is <laughs> yes. L- legit. Yes, it's legit. <laughs> and then, uh, Joy, what about you? Can you can oh. you guarantee for us that the raffle is going to be a true, yeah, an o- open, honest raffle?
2: Definitely. There's like no secrets no within a raffle. Even though every year we got a question saying that, oh, um, are you like, d- like secretly determining who is gonna receive the gifts because. Two years before, we have like uh, our friend keep getting the prizes <laughs> of Switch and iPad i was like so shocked um how she's so lucky but i've never got anything even though like a gift card i've never got like starbucks ten dollar gift card so um i guess i'm just not like lucky as she is Mm -hmm. so i definitely will promise that there's like no secrets
0: okay well i (laughs) you know uh, obviously you know transparency is a huge deal when it comes to raffles so that that was actually kind of the funny thing i would. I would do sometimes like uh, back in China. One of the one of the jobs I would get is doing comedy at random companies, like you know New Year's event, and they and for the companies they had these huge raffles, and sometimes they were like really big prizes, like you know, like a house. Uh, no, not a house. Oh, <laughs> uh, maybe I'm not working for the g- big enough company. <laughs> but they would have like you know one week vacation. Oh,
1: wow. Oh. Or that's or
0: something like that in Thailand or like oh, the wow. Maldives or something like wow. that. Yeah. And so everybody was like, Oh, but they all say, I think it's real, but only for the top level people. <laughs> oh, oh <my laughs> But, God. but again, I'm like, they didn't have any proof that it was or wasn't a problem. It was yeah. just kind of an idea that people mm. had. So, um, there's uh so the, uh, so that's, that's the way that is. Hopefully everybody has a good time. Yeah. And, yeah. um, Uh, and we all get to give out the prizes. So uh, second uh, section, just finishing up, Uh, we're going to go on to the third section and finish up our discussion on the USC uh, Chinese New York Gala very soon. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll be right back. are back. Welcome back to a special episode of The Bridge. I'm your host, Jesse Appel. I'm comedian in China, now in Los Angeles, and I'm joined here by
1: Betty and Joy,
0: uh, who are both putting on the uh, Chinese New Year's Gala here at the United uh, U, uh, USC, which I, I speak English, right? I can,
1: do this.
0: <laughs> I can do this. It's the University of Southern California. And um, I just want to have this last section just be about for you, just as people trying to put on a show during COVID, and trying to put on a show at all of this size is, is difficult. And so just share a little bit about sort of the challenges you've gone through to be able to bring together everybody for a night of fun.
1: Yeah, I will say like the the, uh, unpredictability is like a really huge thing Mm. because until the very first week before the official uh, show day, we got the confirmation from school that said uh, we could come back to school and have the show and the auditorium that we reserve. Mm. So that's pretty close which means, like, before that, we have to, like, make a lot of uh, plan B, even plan C. Mm. What if we, we can't, like, uh, come back to school? Should we, like, postpone the show day to, like, one week or two weeks later? Mm. Should we, like, switch uh, to online, uh, to a virtual environment? instead like many other schools? do and also um, there are pressure from like parents we should like make sure the uh, the show is really safe everybody is like uh, under a mask so there are like a lot of COVID protocols that we should like follow.
0: Yeah so like so what is that what are the uh, on the day of the show what is it going to look like in terms of a COVID protocol?
1: Yeah so
2: basically um, we have to check everybody's uh, children check which is either uh, you have the COVID um, test as negative, or mm-hmm. you have received all three shots of the COVID booster. Mm-hmm. And the Trojans, COVID vaccines.
0: And the Trojans for the people that don't know, what are the Trojans?
2: Trojans are the UIC mascots. I would yeah, say, are, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So we are
2: Trojans. Yeah, fight on!
0: Yeah, <laughs> fight on! So, so there's the Trojan check is kind of like the QR code like system. Yes. Like, and, so if you're healthy, you'll be mm-hmm. in. You'll let in. If you're not healthy, they throw you in a car somewhere and you disappear. <laughs> <Yes>. that, yeah. <laughs>
2: you will not be allowed to enter. And okay. then uh, during the show, before the show, at the check-in, we'll check everybody's ID. Mm-hmm. And then we will ask them to wear a surgical grade or above mask. Okay. Yeah. And also there are no... Um, Food and drinks a lot except water okay. to minimize the risk of exposure.
0: That makes a lot of sense. It's mm-hmm. all, I mean, it all makes sense. But then from the organizer's standpoint, every little thing you add on, you have to do times, how many people are you expecting? Like. So
2: we're expecting around 300 people. Nice. Yeah. For nice. the show day. So
0: 300 people, and then you got to check 300 people's codes, and you mm-hmm. have to check that 300 people have masks, and... You know, it's it's a lot of work to go on. You said, Betty. You said the parents were even worried about this. Like, did you get calls from parents about putting on the show?
1: Um, I think it depends. For uh, like, my mom are like the atypical parents who are not like really about worry mm-hmm. about COVID. Uh, but there are like some people. Some parents are really like. Uh, anxious and mm. worry about like the COVID thing. Uh, they will tell their uh children not to like go outside. You just like stay mm. home. Mm. Um, there are like the worries that we receive, where like we heard, we heard like around people. Uh, So we want to make sure our event is as safe as possible.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, so how do you kind of, what does that make you feel like when you're getting, oh, people from the one part say, oh, you should do it online, and other people say, oh, you shouldn't do it at all, and then other people say, you definitely should do it in person. We really need it in person. How does that make you guys feel as as organizers?
1: I would say definitely a lot of pressure, uh, but we also like, uh to weigh the pros and cons of like uh each option like either do it online or either do it in person so definitely doing it in person uh there's a lot of like risk uh but also but if you want to like do it online uh we also think it's like less fun and we already done our previous two shows online and people uh, are already bored of it <laughs> yeah. so like as like All the activities on campus have already, like, resumed. And, like, we, like, are really confident that we can complete the show, like, safely. So that's why we choose to have it, like, in a real person, in-person setting.
0: That makes sense. That makes sense.
2: Bova Auditorium has a maximum capacity of 500 people, Mm. but we're only selling... A little bit over three hundred tickets. So just to, be some space in there. Yeah, right? some space between Which, each other. For
0: health purposes I think is a good idea. Yeah. As a comedian, I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> this is the big problem with comedy is like if the best comedy club is a tiny room with as many people packed oh. in as possible yeah. and all that laughter is going mm-hmm. around and in COVID, even if you can do outdoor shows mm-hmm. or you can do shows where each, every other seat is empty mm-hmm. or stuff like that. You can do it, but it really isn't as good. And so I also need to get adjusted to this in terms of like, you know, it's worth it for the safety. But part of me is always like, ah, I can't wait for the world to get back to normal. Yeah, let's
2: cross (laughs) finger to see how that goes.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so I think that'll be good. So tell us a little bit more about the student group that's putting on the show and how you guys joined.
1: Like how we organized it. Like, to a show? Like, what is the
0: CSSA?
1: Oh, okay. So, like, CSSA refers to, like, Chinese Students and Scholars Association. We have, like, a total uh, number of, like, 200 members. Nice. And we have, like... I think over 10 different departments. So Joy and I are from like the UN planning department. Uh, We have like around 30 people in the team and our main responsibilities for each year is to host uh, the Chinese New Year Gala as well as the Mid-Autumn Festival Gala. But we did it like a little differently. Like last year, we had the in, the, in a different innovative form. we have it like an outside mm. uh, as a fair. So that's something like really interesting. Uh, so they are like really different departments. And we, uh, so the Chinese New Year Gala is not like the job for only event planning department where we work together. Uh, some are for the propaganda and some are for uh, the sponsorship, the funding. And we are like in charge of like really gather shows together and present it to the audience.
0: Nice. And then is the student group just something that, like, like, who joins the student group, do you find?
1: Oh, I would say, like, uh, the main group of the other of organizations are the undergraduate students. And we do have some, like, graduate students and people, like, who are from the uh, doctoral schools.
0: Mm-hmm. Is, is it all Chinese students or or is it a mix of like local students
1: I would say um more than 95 percent are Chinese people there are some like uh members here like who are really uh, interested in Chinese culture and like people who can speak Chinese and mm. they want to learn more and they want to join the Chinese uh, group there are some but uh, the, I would say the majority of us are Chinese
0: nice and then so so Joy you're the director this year is that right yes correct so how did you become director like you know oh, what so sort of power move did you need to pull
2: <laughs> so, to um, get so
0: much control and power over this organization wow. <laughs> so um, so much power
2: I kind of like start like just as a member and Betty was like on the seat of the interview, interview me before. <laughs> oh, okay, hold on, no. So here, let no, go
0: now. Go back to Betty. Oh, I was when say you it. first on when you first interviewed Joy. What did you think? What was your first impression?
1: Oh, I, actually, the first time I saw Joy was not like in the interview. We mm. have the info session before, and she was already really interested in up uh, my department the event planning department mm. and she like uh com- came to us like after the info session and asked a lot of like interesting questions to us and showed her interest and after that when we had the interview we already knew her and she I like see. performed like fantastically wow. so like right now she definitely should be in the one department so, so
0: joy was this a strategy you're gonna be like i'm gonna have them know me first and when i show up all these other randos are gonna have no connection to them and they already know i'm a good person was that the plan
2: see this is the power of networking <laughs> <laughs> in business schools you always should network before you go to interview <laughs> yeah
0: yeah so that is definitely the uh the business school student response you know and also it out.
2: something like i used to be a performer like oh, i did? dance yeah I what did you do to, a dancer i dance oh yeah. great i always go to flushing and new york city to like take dance classes nice. before and then something i really wanted to be able to change was while i was performing before and then there were people screwing up the lights and the lighting cues was off the sun was off so mm-hmm. i really wanted to be a part of the backstage that's yeah. making everything perfect mm-hmm. so that's what made me to like want to be, like, the director of the whole show. That's
0: very inspirational. You're like, I noticed that everybody else was so bad at their job, I just had to (laughs) fix it.
2: And then
0: that that kind of got you into being backstage. Yeah, kind
2: of want to bring, like, a better experiences, I guess.
0: So then you're director now, and then what do you think the uh, most challenging thing about being the director has been?
2: I mean, the director, as it sounds, it's directing all the stuff, and Mm -hmm. also... It's the bridge, the bridge and communicating to other people Mm -hmm. and yeah. So now just like talking to my own team, we have to communicate with the performers And then the people who were gonna perform, and then they maybe they didn't made into the show, or we have to talk with the school. Mm. The school has a bunch of policies and forms and contracts we have to sign. We have to attend meetings with them. I think um, other stuff they are pretty like accommodating to us, and then they were like trying to be the best
0: helpers for us. They are really supportive. That's good. Yeah. Is the show gonna be recorded?
2: Uh, yeah, we plan on recording it with nice. um photographer and also like um taking pictures at the same time.
0: Nice, awesome. So that'll that'll be exciting then. Yeah. And then uh the challenging part has been the communication. What is the most fun part been?
2: The most fun part I will say, um um, also the communication part, I okay. guess. I mean, it's a lot of work. You are a business school student, Business aren't school you? student. The best part was the communication. The <laughs> <laughs> I also enjoy the pain. also yeah, enjoy the pain. Well. Yeah, the pain. The... Yeah, but also, um, it's very interesting when you, like, communicate with different people. Like, some people react to the same thing you say differently. Mm. So when I say, like, the roles to one group, and they were like, oh, sure, we'll do it. But, like, some groups are kind of more difficult to like accommodate and then you have to find different ways to try to persuade them to like Mm.
0: follow the rules and stuff yeah nice nice uh betty for you you've been in the uh events planning stuff for a while now so do you intend to continue doing event planning after graduating or what do you think you're going to do
1: yeah yeah, sure so like uh actually this is like relative kind of related to my own recruitment because like many of the business school students they want to do consulting they want to do investment banking but like for my own experience on campus like i would say like 80% 80% of the time were contributed to UN planning so I definitely want to do something related to it like after I graduate
0: mm-hmm. and then do you have any idea what it would look like like do you want to work in and do you think you might want to stay in China in the US or do more Truman programs
1: <laughs> uh, I think uh, I'm not really sure but we will see maybe I will like probably work in the States for a few years and then I, would th- I think I will eventually come back to China
0: nice very cool so we'll, we can even talk more about that in the future episodes, but it's um, uh, just glad to hear. I mean, I'm, I'm super excited to finally be able to have the, the Chumlan going on, and um, I'm trying to think, and before we wrap up the program, sort of say, like, you know, what is it? I guess we'll just say the big question. What does it mean to be able to do a Chunwan program, like a Chinese New Year program for you to, this year? Like, what, is it, what does it make you feel like, the big picture?
1: It's like a responsibility of like uniting all the Chinese students together. Um I think every for every year, like for international students uh, and Chinese students, uh, we are not able to like come back home to celebrate uh, Chinese New Year uh, as before. So we want to like build a platform or a show um, to have people come together and be there for each other as families. So they won't feel like alone when in such a special um, festival that people usually like celebrated together with families. Mm -hmm. Uh, We will be the family for them uh, there. So I think it's a huge responsibility. So we want to like present it well.
0: That's really nice. I mean, that that almost reminds me of like, when I lived in China, we would sometimes do parties for July 4th, Mm. like the American Independence Day. And that was always a a weird holiday because (laughs) like, what does it mean to celebrate American Independence Day in China? Like nobody in China was doing anything special. It's like if if we want to have a little bit of home, we have to make it ourselves. Yeah, you know. And so, on one hand, that was I can totally feel is kind of stressful. But on the other hand, it, it does it almost kind of feels in some ways more meaningful when you're outside the country mm-hmm. because when you're inside the country, you don't have to do anything. You can just look around, and yeah. all the 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 signs are up on the street, and you know everybody's home is is uh you know they have like doylear on the on yeah. the on the, the on the, the side of the the doors but um you know in the states you know there are a lot of Chinese people here, but it definitely isn't like oh Chinese New Year has come. <laughs>
1: we don't have like we don't we don't even feel that the Chinese New Year is coming like recently because mm-hmm. like we feel a lot of things like um, when Christmas was approached, but mm-hmm. like for Chinese New Year we didn't really feel like a lot of things uh, like going around. So like we wanted to do something special and to like give the, the Chinese student a sense of home, like in the special festival.
0: Nice. Very, very nice. And then Joy, what about you? What's the What does it mean to be doing a New Year's festival in the States this year?
2: Yeah, I think Betty kind of just hit the punchline of um, giving everyone like a feeling of home. That's probably the main thing we're going to talk about. Because um, after two years of online classes, it's like the first year a lot of people are coming to America celebrating. Mm. Chinese New Year with all their families Mm. so maybe they have homesick or maybe like they don't even know like what they're gonna do for Chinese New Year maybe a lot of people are just gonna stay home and working on the guidelines for their assignments (laughs) so we kind of want to like pull them out because we also don't have like any holidays or breaks off from the schoolwork Mm. as like the Chinese people do they usually have um like the winter um break Mm. during Chinese New Year so We think um, during the weekend, it's kind of like remind them of how... The Chinese New Year are supposed to be in China.
0: Nice.
1: We actually prepared a, a surprise uh, in the beginning of the show. Oh, nice. We like secretly invited the parents on the other side of the world and like told them to like uh, record some videos to send wishes to their. Oh, child that's gonna be great. And without like letting their kids know, mm. so we'll have the videos on the screen uh, before the show really happened and we actually watched the videos before uh, the audience do and the many of the parents were like really emotional and Mm. they expressed like how how much they miss their kids so i believe like their their kids are like feeling the same as their parents
0: well that's a great way to finish off the show i mean (laughs) that sounds really awesome i'm I'm very glad and honored to have been invited to the festival this year i think it's going to be super fun and uh and I, I really just uh, appreciate again all the work you guys have put into making it real. Because I yeah. put on comedy shows for years and years and years in China, and it's uh, it's a lot of work to even mm. put on a small show. Mm. Not to mention a show with seventy people. Not to mention a show during COVID. So I think it's uh, but I think it's the right thing to do. Uh, and it's, uh, it's something that I'm really glad is happening in, you know, my new hometown (laughs) here so I can show up. Thank you guys so much. All right. Have a good one, everybody. I'm glad you've enjoyed this show. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, leave them in the comment box and, uh, very excited to be able to interact with everybody. Thank you all so much. I've been, uh, I, Jesse, Jesse of Hell.
1: I'm Betty. And Joy.
0: Thank you so much. Have a good one.